Well, folks, good afternoon. Here I am. Hola. It is one. That is exactly right. Not, not, now the big one. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, depietro.com. It is Wednesday. Some of you, here we are again. Folks, we went live. We were live, live from the scene right at a little after 5.30 this morning. And I'll break it down for you. It is kind of comical for me to then hear other members of the, quote, media think they're breaking news on something that we reveal to you. The, the, if you follow the live stream, you're becoming very spoiled, folks, because we have information to give it to you long before anyone else. This portion of the program is brought to you by folks Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're open. It's going to be a hot week. I actually don't mind the heat. I prefer it over the cold. And you know what? Um, I don't know about you. I mean, it's it's nice when you're inside and it's air conditioned. And then you want delicious food like from PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Homegrown, farm fresh produce. They have the most delicious corn. They also have zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, and cucumbers. It's Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, folks, there they are. They're having a fantastic season right off of Route 4. Look for them on Facebook. Now, again, they also, not only do they have farm fresh produce, but they have everything you need to make your, look, your property look as beautiful as it can. Landscape materials, screen loom, crushed stone, Great service, shop local, family-run business. They're open seven days a week. They go the extra mile. They want your business. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, the um, the website, tobetro.com, the award-winning, thanks to the voters of Rhode Island Monthly, is, uh, is obviously heating up. We have the video of the live feed from this morning. Uh, we were right there on the scene, and remember, petro.com As a matter of fact, Shane from the Senadale was on the live stream this morning. Comfort food, cocktails, uh, stop in. Senadale Revival, also, by the way, winners of Rhode Island Monthly, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence, and you can find them on Facebook, and then they also have a great website, thesenadale.com. So, folks, um, what a turn of events over the past couple of hours and just to recap, so uh, last night was a very contentious hearing. I want to, we're going to talk to him next hour, but City Council President John Egliosi, uh, I mean, he, he really stepped up and put Commissioner Perry on the, the, the hot seat. Um, Hugh Clemens, the Chief of Providence, made a very compelling case. But folks, what, what you're seeing right now and I also want to mention, and a good afternoon to everybody tuning in on, on Facebook Live. Um, and I'm so happy about this. But right now, if you go to the website, to petro.com, and in the shop, show your support for Providence's finest. Look at that. Look how beautiful that is. Providence Police Department gear. So, folks, with a portion going to the uh, officers, Providence Police Department, all different types of shirts. Uh, the, I, that came out fantastic. And also, uh, women comfort tees, all different types of colors and so forth, folks. But show your support. You know, I, as, as watching for the past years, we've watched this department under fire with a mayor that doesn't back them and doesn't support them. Uh, I am personally very happy to see the way that people are now rallying. By the way, that's in the shop at the website, thepetro.com. But let's just be very clear about something. And the rest of the media are going to give them a break on it. Um, I'm not going to, right? I'm not going to. So we've gone over a year now since last May because a drug addict with a bad heart who took fentanyl and overdosed was uh, very, um, how can we say it? Listen. The officer in that case, Derek Chauvin, showed no sympathy, uh, no empathy, had no reason to have his knee on his neck, and that man was in distress, and his life could have been saved. And there was no reason to have him down on the ground like that. 
And then as a result of that, we've gone through now over a year of all this blank the police, disrespect the police, vilifying the police. One of the things I've said to you since last June and July is even I was taken aback at just how disrespectful many people are towards the police. Like it even, I still remember the, one of the first times, I think the protesters were in front of Governor Raimondo's house on the east side, and I was there, obviously, folks. Much like this morning, we were there, first one doing the live feed. But, um, but teenagers, like, walking right up to the police saying, blank the police. And they love to play. All right, it's almost like passe at this point. They play the song from NWA, blank the police. Uh, made popular in the movie, straight out of Compton. But just complete lack of respect. And the fact the mayor would never back them. And then you saw a series of incidents, you know, last fall. The whole narrative last fall should have been that that Jamal Gonzalez, who is recovering, that he was riding around dangerously on an unregistered motorbike and then crashed into a wall. But the activists who were never held accountable put out all these lies that a, a police cruiser had slammed him into the wall. Complete lie. So then you dealt with different things this spring and you've had the situation on Sale Street. But this was building. When you have activists, elected leaders, Kat Kerwin, who hangs out at a bar, probably city councilwoman, hangs out at a bar where they had a poster, kill a cop, right? In the bar. Like, how disrespectful can you be? What is that supposed to mean? When you have Black Lives Matter, Tierra Mack, and Black Lives Matter, who are violent and dangerous, and folks, I would say to you, I'm going to take credit to it. I would say, I've been at that rallies where they chant, kill a cop, burn a cop. I was at the state house when they were encouraging violence and death towards police officers. So what happened early this morning, sometime in Providence, after 4 o'clock before 5, police were summoned, and then the guy that I have his picture up on the website and everything else, he had a rifle in the street, and he started firing at the police. Well, I would think that this is a day for Rachel Miller, the city council in Providence, of Kat Kerwin, who's a complete coward who should resign, that Tierra Mack, that uh, representative, um, who are some of these other people? Uh, Potter, um, Morales is another one, the Black Lives Matter crowd, they must be ecstatic because they're finally getting people to actually not just shoot each other, but not shoot at police. Isn't that what they've been preaching? Folks, what's also so unbelievable is how we have listened to all this blanking nonsense. And again, good afternoon, everybody. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure you click the like button. I've had people like, gee, I don't know when you're going live. I, I can't make it any simpler. You know, people sending me things at like nine o'clock. Hey, there's something going on in Providence. Yeah, I was there at five blanking 30, but anyhow. Um, should, should we really be surprised that now they're taking action and actually shooting at police after police have been vilified? The activists are never held accountable for their lies. And we've been listening to this nonsense of the big threat is white supremacy. And, you know, <coughs> taffy like candy. And somebody said, hey, you want some more? And the liberal blanking media that's getting harder to be around with all the anti-police talk and police bashing. Hey, guess what? You got your wish. They should be celebrating today. Black Lives Matter, PAC, they are celebrating. Because finally, one of the community said, you're right, blank the police. And fired a high-powered weapon, almost killing a police officer. And as Commander Verdi said, few more inches... Either way, boom, and that could be a direct hit. Isn't that what they're building towards? That's how despicable these people are. You know, and I've said to many of these activists, it's not that I disagree with you. I just don't respect you. You lie. You fabricate. You leave out important information. They are embarrassing and disgraceful and should be called out. I've had it. There should be a turning point. And that allures it. If he had an ounce of dignity, he would resign, that clown. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. I apologize. There's the cough button. All right. Juan's getting all worked up. 
But I was up early, and we go on to the scene. And those of you, have you haven't seen it, it's great footage. You know, right before 8 o'clock, who's standing there with the police but Jeff Pine? So, and they're on the phone with someone. So, you know, I put two and two together. It's all on the live feed. I'm like, all right, so Pine is involved somehow. He doesn't live around there. You see me greeting him. He uh, represents that person. And basically, they were trying to arrange and figure out where he was and, and get him to surrender. So, and I want to thank Porky and the canteen. I had delicious coffee. That was a delicious egg ham sandwich, as Juan was there. But this, this is a turning point. No more of this. You know, we're not going to put up with any more of this Sales Street stuff, where they all show up going after the police. Well, what if the police called someone a she-woman? Shut up. Had it. Beat it. God, these people are so weak. That was three hours on the radio. What are the cops did? Who wants some more? Yeah, those people are grifters and degenerates. And the, the shame on the media that showed up. Showed up there for that stupid press conference. Why is are attacking us? Because of one after dark. Enough nonsense. Enough of the lies. What's this I'm receiving? Five Providence Police Cruisers, the liquor store next to the McDonald's on Branch Avenue, right under the 146 overpass. Well, hopefully, they headed over to Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by State Towing Service. I want to say hello to everyone over there. What a great crew they have. That should be a reality show. Auto sales and repair, 24-hour towing. Matt is terrific. And, of course, our friend Michael. And they are big police supporters, 380 Valley Street. Call them, 3310925. You know, this was a situation, folks, that could have been... Is that what we're building towards? Right? Is that what we're actually building towards? Can you imagine, like, members of the Defund the Police, members of Black Lives Matter, the activists, they were celebrating today that someone fired two shots? He put off several rounds. Right? I think I heard as many as eight shell casings. We're going to speak with the Providence uh, Union head coming up. But this is the turning of the corner. This is where the silent majority is coming alive. This is where people have had it. You know, no more of this. They've had too much of the stage. And it's about time, let me be very clear, the media needs to start to push back, as I've told you. Stop portraying them as brave activists, the criminals, you know, the peaceful protesters wrong they're criminals with an agenda and alorza listen this is really simple at 1219 on the john DePietro show on am 1380 or 99.9 fm you're either with us or against us you're either with law and order or you're with the criminals pick a side right now but i've had it with the media oh what kind of police force call somebody she woman oh they were saying you want someone good was a good tactic. That officer never should have been suspended for that. Nothing. They should hold their heads high. Had it with this crowd. Blank you. No. This, that, see, that's what they want, though. Right? Senator Mack. That's what they're building towards. As I pointed out, they never call out. I posted on social media. Black Lives Matter, PAC Rhode Island, Providence Antifa chapter. They have someone who would speak at their rallies, who would post, there are these demented individuals, folks. They, they, you know, but they want to kill members of law enforcement. And Kat Kerwin and Rachel Miller and that other nut that represents the East Side and that Nerva, Nava, La Fortune, whatever the hell her name is, who showed, strolled in 45 minutes late to an emergency meeting. Oh, yeah, there's somebody who should be mayor. Tell you what, why don't we start on being on time? How does that sound? You know, they're bankrupt with their message. And, of course, Al Jazeera, who is the activist media outlet, <clears throat> who is running all the propaganda on taffy like candy. Is that a John DePietro shirt? Did he give that? You know, I don't support him, said Miss Taffy like candy. 
you know, wrote a piece with all the journal. Oh, what a brilliant piece about, you know, you can't have politics with policing and crime. Excuse me. That's all it has been since Mayor Jorge Eloza took over. See, the tide is turning. Mayor Charlie Lombardi was right. He said, if they bring these ATVs in North Providence, we're getting out the fire hoses. Right? Cranston. No. Guess what? Not allowed. And, and Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza is still looking to make them legal in the city. I love last night it was brought out. They're like, they're criminals. They're criminals. Who has any sympathy? See, the tide is turning. And it should. Last year when that happened, it should have been, no, guess what? You're not having protests. And you're not riding on the street. <coughs> and he's riding an unregistered vehicle. And this is what can happen. That's what they should have said. But instead, Alora's a hat in hand, and oh, this is terrible, and we're going to go after these officers. Wrongo. All this foolishness. You know, those ATV riders that pulled that mother out of the car and beat her in front of her child, folks, it was a turning point. 24-year-old, shot and killed from Warwick, innocent, doing nothing wrong, standing on a sidewalk. Turning point, and now this morning where Black Lives Matter, some of those progressive reps are celebrating. Good. Guess what? There's blood on their hands. You know, that whoever Jeff Pine is representing him, as we said this morning, his client should say, hey, I was just doing what that, isn't that the message we've been told? Right? Isn't that the message at Fortnite downtown where the dreaded Cat Kerwin hangs out? Right? Kill a cop. Isn't that what they say? And she's supposed to be celebrated? These people are so despicable. But the gloves are coming off. Guess what? If you're an ATV rider, you ride at your own peril. Let's test out some of the rubber bullets. Let's see if they can continue to do those tricks as they're getting rubber bullets. Or flashbang shot at them. Or let's take Mayor Lombardi's advice. Just let me know where I can set up the live feed. I, nothing I would love more than get the water cannons and fire hoses going. And let's, let's have a game. Let's see how many firefighters or police can knock the ATV riders off their bikes. Folks, who cares? They're criminals. They're not teenagers. I can't believe these people still posting. They're teenagers. They're not. Some of them are 58 years old. They're grown men in their late 20s. What parents have, but they're not. They steal them from people. Remember what we say. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't comment. There's plenty of other people in the media you can comment with. Not here. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and yes, I am riled. I am. Because I've had it with this BS, <clears throat> Kat Kerwin, Rachel Miller, Mayor Alorza, Black Lives Matter, the ATV crowd, uh, some of those other reps, Tierra Mack, that embarrassment of a state senator. <clears throat> they are to blame for that degenerate criminal firing at police because they've been begging for it and encouraging it. Now, thank God there's no blood, but there would be blood on their hands. And the officer, from what I understand, has a seven-month-old child at home, married, lovely, beautiful family, almost had his family taken, almost had his life taken. Yeah, send in the social worker. Oh, my God, I can't stand them. I hate them. It's not your imagination, folks. <clears throat> Some of the other members of the media, well, you know, they're acting. No, I despise them. I loathe them. Not enough bad things can happen to them. And they're such, they are, they are absolute liars. They are. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, shut up. Black shut up. Black shut up. Go away. The unemployment's running out. Get off the street. Start to show some blank and respect. Damn right. Folks, it's, are, are we a nation of laws or not? You want lawlessness? That's what it's been under Alorza. Oh, yeah. 
please let him run for governor. Please. That I may say in Novena. Folks, only because it's be wild entertainment for us. I will be on him nonstop. Of course he should resign. He went to that stupid... You know, and last night, the media, there was a candlelight vigil for the young... No, no, excuse me. Not for the girl in work. They won't say her name. They won't acknowledge her. They, they didn't even have it right there. They had it across the street. They said, for those who have lost their lives to gun violence. Won't, why? Because she's white from Warwick. Do I have to put it any clearer than that? Oh, my God, they're clowns. Well, the ATV writers have... No, they have no rights. Let's get that straight. What part of no do you not understand, you imbeciles? Listen, I know the lore that makes you think you're important. Listen to me. You're not. It's over. Go get jobs. Earn your keep. I'm going to cut up those EBT cards next time I run into you. Bunch of degenerates. And get the gold brickers off the streets. I want the homeless out of here. No more loitering. No more panhandling. Circus has left town. Screw. Scram. We need to bring out, we want more police on the street. Police bring the peace. Now, I'm not going to threaten Mayor Lorza, but the next time I see him, you got to face the community. you got to face the community, Mayor. <clears throat> Folks, this portion of the program, I seem a little off. Just keep in mind, I've been literally going live now since 5.30 this morning. So, as others are breaking wind and snoring, Juan was live on the scene with my tactical gear and i again want to thank porky and everybody at the providence canteen you know i want to give a shout out to the providence firefighters who are terrific today and i i in the past been a little rough on them but those days are over <laughs> folks this portion of the program brought to you by jamie's power wash jay freitas construction call him today 401-837-4545 he is so talented handyman services he also does painting by the way it's hot out. 837-4545. Look for him on Facebook. But he's dynamite. He is going to do my deck. We've just been delayed a few days, but it's fine. Jamie'spowerwash.com. Jamie'spowerwash.com. 401-837-4545. You need your property power wash. With all this heat and hum uh, humidity and all the dreaded green stuff, Jamie's Power Wash. You know, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. <coughs> Not a COVID cough, a cigar cough. On AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. This portion of the program, by the way, go to the website, DePietro.com. We have the exclusive video up. You know, I feel vindicated because I've been saying for a while that the problem in Providence is the lawlessness, the illegals, the sanctuary city, the, quote, peaceful protesters that are actually criminals, the ATV riders, and everybody else ganged up on the cops, right? Everybody else ganged up on the cops. So I feel vindicated. People are like, hey, you were right. There is a lot of violence. It's, it's unnecessary violence. You know, it felt good to be. I lived at the, in that area at one point. I lived right off Chuckstone Avenue. Um, <clears throat> I've told the story. I was sitting in the Castle Theater. Then they broke it up. At that point, they broke it up into three different sections and um the guy in front of me was like smoking a cigarette and i thought well this seems somewhat dangerous but um now that area i mean forget it now it's gone i remember johnny skeff had a bar over there whiskey <clears throat> but my parents got married right at blessed sacrament and then i used to live on andam street and my mother grew up on andam street so obviously many years ago the neighborhood has changed just a little but folks on the website to petro.com which is brought to you by soul source restoration our friend Mike Seepy, I'll tell you, he and his crew are killing it. 401-712-2700. Fire and smoke damage, water damage, mold remediation, storm damage, SOLE, sole source restoration. And there's a link at the website. I want to call, um, we're going to get on the program right now, Michael Amundi, who, you know, he has really emerged as someone who he's got the back of the Providence Police. <clears throat> I'm going to call him right now. Uh, hope he understands it's my number. Um, I think he will. So, and, um, let's have him know. All right. 
Hold on, folks. Uh, calling. Bear with me. Calling now from. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We're going to talk to him right now. Um, let me just put in a. Don't forget, folks. Do what I did. You want to protect yourself. The streets are dangerous. Uh, visit Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. All right. Let's get him on the line right now because we are very. Folks, there he is. Joining us right now, he is the head of the Providence FOP, and it's our friend, Officer Michael Amandi. Michael, good afternoon, and I'll tell you, uh, the people of Providence and Rhode Island are very fortunate. Two more inches, as Commander Verdi said, two more inches, and you, we, we most likely would have had a fatality within the Providence Police Force. It's absolutely correct. Wow. Landed, uh, this officer is very fortunate. Yes. And it's my understanding, not from you, but I've actually spoken with the family. He is married. He has a young son. Uh, he showed remarkable, calm, cool, under pressure, backed up, didn't suddenly turn this into a wild shootout where he could have either shot someone else or himself gotten killed. He, I mean, that was real calm under pressure. That wasn't a small handgun. That guy had an assault rifle. That's correct. Uh, the officer did everything. I mean, it, you couldn't textbook. Uh, it's just amazing that under that type of oh. uh, stress and 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 the act, you know, just the act of being shot at, uh, what was going through his head at that time, it, he just the reaction was just spot on by the officer. Well, and Michael, uh, you know, you were first of all terrific last night. You don't have to agree with me, but I'm going to say it. But Listen, we, we shouldn't be surprised that this is what it's led up to. Because for the past year, police, especially Providence police, have been vilified, villainized, blank the police. Kat Kerwin goes to that bar fortnight that has the kill the cop. The activist chanting, blank the police. You know, whoever, you know, this defendant, this suspect, to me it was a matter of time. He was only, sadly... And disgracefully, but carrying out what the activists been chanting about for the past year. I can't argue with you. Right? <laughs> yes. One hundred percent correct. Yeah. I can't argue with this you. responsibility. It's only a matter of time. Yes. A matter of time. What do you expect? Hey, Black Lives Matter. They blank the police, vilify the police, get rid of the police. The police, you know, they tell kids, oh, they kill people, they're killers and murder, all this other stuff. Matter of time before some nut says, oh, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. But let's talk about starting with last night. Uh, I would imagine you feel good. Very, very impressive last night. And I want to, next hour, we're going to talk to City Council President John Igliosi. But between yourself and Chief Clemens and also the Council President, uh, I noticed that I felt like the tide was turning last night. Well, I'm not going to say, you know, it's, it's, well, it's not about the tide turning. It's about what's doing right, yes. doing the right thing, correct? So yes. it's not about the tide turning. It's about doing the correct thing, the right thing. And that's for not only, you know, I obviously advocate for my membership, but not only for my membership and how we're perceived in the public, you know, but it's also, you know, the public is, is deeply vested in all that's going on here. So... You know, it, it, and it starts at the home, right? So if we don't do anything to correct some of the other issues in society, this is just going to get worse. And the message that's being you know, put out there by these, you know, I don't want to say whack job politicians, but, you know, some of them are, uh, it, it doesn't help the matter. It, it, only, it only makes it worse. It doesn't... How are we going to get a grasp on this thing if all they keep saying is, uh, you know, you know well, well, something has to be done. Something has to be done. But they do nothing. Right. You now, know, well, you know, if you're not going to do anything, then get the hell out of the way for people who will. That's right. Now, folks, both on Sunday night, uh, many of you know I was on scene. Michael was on scene. That was another example. You had, you know, if you didn't have a trained police force with that type of crowd at the Dominican Festival... That thing could have gone sideways very, very quickly. Absolutely, right? Yep. Whenever you have thousands of people, and then you have you mix in the uh, ATVs and the bikes, yep. and the amount of traffic, and the amount of alcohol that's involved, the possibility of some drugs in there, and you know, you know, there's guns involved in that crowd somewhere. Yep. 
absolutely there. Anybody that denies that is just kidding themselves. That's right. And proof in point, one person there pointed the firearm at a police officer. And we were able to arrest that subject without incident. Yep. So fortunately, again, point blank range, officer had a weapon pointed at him. And, you know, we drew down on him and we took the person down. But, you know, again, we did it and we did it professionally. Nobody harmed, nobody hurt. Yep. End of story. But you don't hear about these things. In the no. Because that doesn't, that doesn't push the narrative of the anti-police message. That's right. It only paints us in the way we should be painted, in a positive light, that we do our job, we do it correctly 99% of the time. Is there a margin of human error in there? It sure is. We're human beings, too. We make mistakes. But for the most part, 99% of the time, we're doing it the right way for the right reasons. Yep. Now, folks, again, we're speaking with Michael on Monday. How is the mood of the force today? I mean, that that was, again, I think Commander Verdi summed it up in Chief Clement. That was inches away from a, a real tragedy. What What is the mood like today of the force? Well, obviously of concern. You know, we're concerned about our own safety, our own mortality, uh, you know, here's, here's something that nobody's even discussing. They haven't even said it yet. So now we have our officer, right? Oh, God bless him. He's still here. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, God was watching over him and, and St. Michael was there. Right. That's right. So and, we're, we're, and we're, we're thrilled that he is still with us. And thank God nothing tragic happened. There was at least 10 rounds fired at him. Oh, yeah. At least 10. Yeah. Maybe more. So two hit the vehicle. The question is, where did the other eight go? That's right. What buildings did they go into? That's what right. What did they hit? Yes. Scattered. Nobody ever talks about that. Part. You're right. They do not. And just a stray shot like that could certainly take, take the life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Michael, also, folks, and again, we're speaking with Michael Armandi of the Providence uh, Union, FOP. Michael, last night. I am so glad this came to the forefront, and it had to, and Commissioner Perry, uh, Stephen Perry, Public Safety Commissioner, he did answer it honestly, but I thought it was important to bring it to the forefront that Mayor Alorza is still exploring legislation to legalize ATVs. It just goes to show you how out of touch he is with reality. That's reality. right. Yes. So, hey, listen, there's there's no place on a on a paved road or sidewalk, for that matter, yep. uh, for an ATV no. or an off-road bike. They're called off-road bikes and all-terrain vehicles, as the uh -huh. colonel said yesterday, for a reason. Yep. They're not meant to be on the road. No. You know, no. they're not registered. They're not insured. You don't get. You, know, you don't have to have a license to have an ATV. Yep. You know. It, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, of course, there's the, the safe pursuit policy that they talked about. Yep. Yeah. That's all wonderful. That's great. But in reality, we're not chasing anything. Why? Because the minute we say over the radio that uh, I'm following one of these vehicles, you know, an ATV, they're going, say, outbound on Branch Avenue. Yep, they just blew through a light. The minute we say that, they're going to say, break it off. That's right. Yes. So, you know what? There has to be, just like anything else, if you if you get an injury, there's pain before the healing, yep. right? So, this is the pain. You need to take the cuffs off us, untie our hands, allow us to do our job. But more than anything, when we do our job, even if it goes sideways, you need to back us up if we did our job within the limits of the law. That's right. You need to back us up. You can't turn around at that point and say, oh, well, this looks terrible. This is appalling. This is bad. We can't back down. Oh, we shouldn't have done. Listen, if we did everything within our law, within the law, then you should back us up 100% and not back down. That's right. But that's not that's not what is happening with this mayor and the Commissioner of Public Safety. You're right. It's not happening. No. Not but, happening. And I just want to make sure everybody is up to speed, folks. Again, good afternoon at 1241. It's Sean DePietro with me, Michael Amandi of the Providence FOP. So at 425 this morning, this Roman, who they went after, Louis Roman, his girlfriend calls police, says he's out of control. So he's been arrested several times, drugs and guns. Uh, gun charges mostly dismissed by judges. Most recent case, dismissed a firearm charge against him. Sentenced him five years probation for drug dealing. He, he, when the police officer 
shows up. He is standing outside shirtless with a high-powered rifle. Standing shirtless in the middle of Canton Street, high-powered rifle, and then starts firing multiple rounds at the officer. Bullets hit the hood of the cruiser, lodging under the driver's side windshield. And Commander Verdi said he's lucky to be alive. This is the type of thing. Call comes in, 425, domestic, go out. And Michael, here's the thing I always try to explain to people. Police officers in general, but they never know what they're going to encounter. This was going beyond a simple dispute or domestic. This is someone ready for war, shirtless, standing in the middle of the street, holding a high-powered rifle. He, he was not looking to talk. He was letting the weapon do his talking for him. Yeah, 100% correct. As yep. I said last night at the meeting to the city council, you know, every call we go on, that next call could be the last one we ever go on. That's right. Yes. And that's that's the mortality of it. That's the realization of what we do for work. Oof. Okay. And we and and again, you got to give credit to the men and women of the Providence Police Department, law enforcement everywhere. Yes. That under this under this umbrella of anti-police, defund police, yep. hate police. You know, the, the message going out by these anti-police groups to to do harm to police officers. Yes. They still put their uniforms on, their badges on, and they come to work. What kind of an individual does that? Uh. Okay. Someone dedicated. Someone dedicated yes. to not only their, their profession, but to their community, yep. to the towns they work in. They, they they do it for the people, not for themselves. They mm. do it for everybody else out here. Because I can tell you what, all those people that are out there saying, defund the police, uh. ban the police, all this... If shots were fired, they run in the opposite direction. Yes. We run to the person with the gun. Yeah. And I will say again, yeah. I mean, I think accountability falls into these groups that vilify, demonize, lie, mislead. How about something like this? And you still have that state senator, Tierra Mack, saying, well, I still think they should have sent in a social worker. And I still don't think we need the police. Michael, a social worker going down the street. At 425, 430 in the morning, as he's standing in the middle of the street with a high-powered rifle, he would have shot and killed that social worker. We'd be going, we'd be planning a funeral right Yes, now. yes. And on top of that, let's be honest, who would want that type of job? Like, are you, these, these are dangerous individuals that we're talking about. Now, 100%. I also 100%. want to mention, I had an opportunity, since I was there early and on the ground and at the staging, I mean, that was, to me between SWAT, command, state police, Providence police, SWAT team, canteen, uh, first responders, Providence Fire Department. Michael, that, this, I was able to witness, it was almost a textbook example how first responders have to handle this type of situation where someone is fired at law enforcement and then barricaded themselves in with a high-powered weapon. Everybody did what they had to do. Yes. Everybody knows what their role is. Yep. You know, the command, whoever was in command of that situation this morning, those people need to be commended because they took control of a, of a, a highly dangerous situation and you know, took all the proper steps, made all the right calls, got all the right leads, and it led to the arrest of this individual. Yes. So, you know, within several hours, that person was taken off the streets. That's right. And, you know, threat eliminated. Done. And, and let's so. just be very clear. Mayor, don't you cover for him. Mayor Alorza was not at that public safety meeting last night. And he also, I did not see him today. I know some people were saying that. My response is, if he was there, I think he would have been in front of the cameras. Uh, I was right positioned doing the live feed right where everyone was kind of entering from. I did not witness Mayor Alorza. I'm saying he should have been there last night. He, well, yeah, he probably should have been there last night. I, yep. I can't say whether he should. I, I don't know who uh, made up the list of, of people who were invited and who weren't. But, yeah, uh, as far as this morning's concerned, if I was a police you know, I am a police officer, obviously. If that was me, I wouldn't want him there. Yeah. No, I wouldn't I want him there because right. I wouldn't want him grandstanding on our behalf. Good point. That happened to one of us. Yep. You know, and, and God forbid, God forbid, my family already knows. If if something should happen to me on this job, that man is not to become not to come to my my services. Wow, that's powerful. I don't blame you though. Enough is enough. 
but enough is, is enough. Yep. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to be a true leader of this city, that's right. And you don't want to back us up, then get the hell out yeah. of the way for someone who does. Yeah, and stop apologizing. All this hat and hand stuff. It's got to end. It's not like enough. You know, he put out a statement today. He's very fortunate. He's got a very trained, disciplined force. Yeah, These things could does. go sideways very, very quickly, as we see in other parts of the country and other places. He's lucky he has the department that he has. Big time. Give the chief of police, give the chief of police, whether it's Colonel Clements, which I, I, still, I still back him up. Absolutely. Whether it's Colonel Clements or, like he said, could be someone else down the line. But if you don't give them the autonomy to run this department the way it needs to be run, yep. and give them full control of this department. That's right. To do as they see fit. Lead or get out of the way. Lead or get out of the way. That's right. Listen, Michael, you keep up the good work, okay? Thanks, Great job last night. We'll talk to you again. Appreciate the support. Thank All you. All right, folks, there it is. Michael Amundi, Providence Police Union. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, I am a little. Thank you, Freddie. Freddie said, Juan, sounds a little fired up. You're damn right. Now, again, if you want to see the video, it's uh, it's right there on the website, thepetro.com. Folks, that's what we do, right? That is what we do. The news, the news dictates when we are in action. That's, I choose that. I choose that. We choose to do the breaking news. Not everyone does. Not everyone can. But that's the way we, you deserve that to know what's going on right there. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, whether it is a washer, dryer, dishwasher, stove, oven, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. You can find him on Facebook. And again, Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor, and senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, again, um, last night that was really something. Next hour we're going to talk with Council President John Igliosi. I think right now, I think he stands a very good job of being the next mayor. I believe the next mayor of Providence message should just be on law and order. I know a lot of people are saying Brett Smiley. I heard him the other day. There's all there's too much like fluff BS, right? People want it straight. Uh, Igliosi has said, "Listen, we're declaring war. ATVs are not allowed in the city. They're criminals. That's easy. Not we're gonna have da da da. We're gonna do this. We're gonna have the rec centers open. We're gonna work with the community. But enough. I'm so tired of the word community." Now, if you check on the website to Petro.com, you'll also see brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, Westwork. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. There's a direct link. Restaurant bar open daily. Full menu available plus takeout. Great meal. Something on the menu for everyone at the Coesed Inn. So it was an early morning. And uh, and folks, there's, and here's something that I, I want to be very clear. And I think that you know, people need to understand is the the police can't control, right? They, they, they can't. Mayor Alorza was basically thinking, Mayor Jorge Alorza, let's go 24 hours without something happening. Well, it just doesn't work that way. And now, by the way, with the temperature and a heat wave, what do you think? What happens? What happens in with crime during a heat wave? Anybody want to guess? Yeah, it goes through the roof. So the next few days, folks, people just start going off. And here's last night, Mayor Jorge Elijah. People are very, very scared. And they're asking, what are we going to do? I think there's an impulse to just address it at a surface level. And, uh, you know, there are some immediate things that need to be done. we got too many guns out there on the street. Oh, shut up. We know that it's too easy to get your hands... Uh, a guy got stabbed in the neck. Ah, go back to New Hampshire. That we need to do. But if we really want to address the issue, we got to go to the heart. We got to go to the source and start investing over the long term. We know that we've had an education system that's been failing our kids. So resign now. Please resign. What is it going to take? 
can we convince you and baby Fromar to go back up there? They didn't have a big crowd. Here's a look at the crowd at the vigil tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What, 20 people? That's the crowd? Yeah, how do you spell failure? B-L-M, failure. And I've had it with them. Pipe down. Enough of this. Shut up. Go away. Find your way to the unemployment office. Pick up some litter. Stop kissing up to Taffy and the rest of that crowd. You know, that, that to me is the defining moment, right? That whole Sale Street foolishness. We were pepper sprayed. Shut up. God, they annoy me. Someone said to me, God, you, you act like you hate them. It's not an act. <laughs> I can't stand them. They just talk. And they have no way. They don't deal in reality. I'll tell you, there's, there's few forms of life lower than that cat car one. And what a coward. Didn't even go last night. God, she's an embarrassment. How do you do all that talking? Mayor Lorza, I want to come in the province department for the... Oh, shut up. We already know where you are. Go march with your friends. Now listen, that guy that they got, he's a big dude. Channel 10, you know, I had to go and record and do something else. Channel 10 got the footage of them bringing him uh, into the squad car. I was actually on the other side. But he's not a small guy. He is not a small guy. Drug dealer with guns. And, and pretty decent sized dude. So Channel 10 got that. It's quite the video they have of him in cuffs um, being led into the cruiser. There they threw on a blue shirt on him. But he's not, that's not a small guy. That is not a small guy that they're bringing in. Now never mind, whenever someone is shirtless, that's usually not a good sign. And this guy is shirtless standing in the middle of the street with a high-powered rifle firing at the police. So... Who knows? Maybe he's been up for three days, right? Doing some cheap blow. I mean, it's impossible to know what's been going on. Folks, good afternoon. It is Juan. Next hour, we're going to speak with City Council President John Igliosi. But I am telling you, there is a, I will say, I think the tide is turning. Because this whole business of a, a police under attack, you know, cat, some of these, those city council people, some of those reps should resign today if they had any dignity at all. This portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. You know, it was Coogs that said police cannot do it alone, and he's right. When you talk about back the blue, you're talking about R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie. Call them 732-6562. 24-hour emergency service. 401-732-6562. Now, let's just say, no, today it's very warm out. And your cooling system's not working properly. Well, call RE Coogan and Heating today. 732-6562. Find them on Facebook, 732-6562. And remember, online at recooganheating.com. I also want to, right now it's 1255. Do you know what that means? That means... That for the next hour, you can go to Ron's Pastry Gourmet because they are reopened. Ron and Melissa have reopened. They have been closed for several weeks now. Poor Ron had a bad injury, but they are back up and running. The most delicious chocolate donuts, Calzones. He, they are the ones that originated the Trump chocolate donuts. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, but safe right next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's Ron and Melissa. They are reopened and they're open now. New summer hours Tuesday through Friday 7 to 2. So right now it's 12.56. So they're open for another hour. So you still have time to shoot in there. Welcome them back. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, I am telling you, I'm telling you that I think the people are ready to strike back. I mean that. I think the people are tired of the lawlessness. They're tired of listening to the degenerates and the activists and this false narrative. 
that the liberal biased media has been peddling, which is always anti-police. Um, I think people are realizing it's time to step up and visit my friend, John Francis, at Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 727-1760. Now, he also has mason pepper spray, but he has firearms, ammunition, accessories. Listen, the criminals have weapons. You need a weapon. Stop in and see John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. He runs a great Facebook page. It's always up to date. If you have some firearms that you're not using, he would love to take them off your hands. He has ammunition, firearms, accessories, and he's so knowledgeable. Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off of 95. It's exit 2A. You're going to go past the Attleboro train station and then right at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, hang the left, boom, there he is, competition shooting supplies. That's where I shop. Hey, folks, remember, we don't, we don't retreat, we reload at competition shooting supplies, 727-1716, 401-727-1716. Last night was a big night for law enforcement, for law and order. This lawlessness must come to an end. Now, folks, here's the thing. It's not going to come to an end as we know, right? This stuff, it doesn't happen overnight. The temperature right now, it's very, very warm out. Uh, and it's just going to be, it's going to be a heat wave over the next couple of days. And when there's a heat wave, that's when crime. Right now, it feels like 95 degrees outside, and it's going to be like that the next couple of days. And I want you to know when there is, in fact, breaking news. We are on it. We are absolutely on it as we demonstrated. If it's 5.30 in the morning, then it's 5.30 in the morning. If it's 11.30 or midnight, then it's 11.30 or midnight. When there's news, we're there. How many people were doing a live feed from the scene this morning? Let's count. Let's see. There was the John DePietro show on Facebook live feed. Then there was the then there was the, there was no one else, folks, right there. We bring it to you because you're with it. You are. Again, now, what we're going to do, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Coming up next hour, City Council President John Igliosi is going to join me. And I have a feeling, well, we'll find out. I think he should consider running for mayor. Last night, he ran a good meeting. As Dan McGowan said, he reminded me of Tommy Carchetti in the, in the, in the wire. Um, he looked like a mayor last night. Someone's got to take control. The message is really simple. Crime. Declare war on the degenerate ATV riders. That begins and ends there. Get rid of them. Crime will drop. All right, we're going to break. 1 o'clock. Next hour, radio only. Listen on the website. We're back. Power Hours next. Stay tuned. 105.5.